0: Hello, Eddie. Happy Fake Friday. It is Friday, but we all know we're not recording this on Friday because you just had surgery.
1: Yes, I did. So happy Fake Friday. (laughs) Let's let's do a a couple minutes of total fake things. How's your week been specifically? Uh, How's your week been?
0: Better than I dreamed. I had a crazy schedule and it all cleared on its own. So I kind of just got a lot of things done. I just checked off a lot of things off my to-do list. Uh, mm-hmm. because all the things that were on my calendar disappeared.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's really great. It was a now, great I a, week. I have a question. <laughs> did you end up having to put in, did you make the decision to do an insurance claim or are you just going to roll with it and fix it yourself?
0: <gasps> are you really, do you, re, this is wild that you're saying this because I, I thought I, you were still
1: doing fake Friday stuff. We I were,
0: <laughs> we were, but this is actually wild. You're saying this because I forgot to tell you on Tuesday that when I got home from the from my trip to Colorado, and yeah. I went to where I parked my car, my yeah. windshield was cracked.
1: Okay, that's weird that I did ask about I, an insurance. That is thing. weird because
0: I never have to talk about I never have insurance-y things ever. But this week I did, in fact, have to deal with uh, an insurance situation because my windshield was cracked. So weird. So weird. Guess okay. Uh, Eddie, did you get to lay around a little bit on Wednesday after your surgery? <laughs>
1: I did. Surgery went super well okay. and felt great. I had physical therapy the next day and have been just burning through some great TV shows, been taken care of super well. And uh, yeah, everything is great. 100% okay. perfect.
0: Great. Great. <laughs> I love great. Fake Friday. <laughs> fake Friday really fake Friday. sets us up for some excitement. But right. then when you guessed <laughs> an exact thing of my Fake Friday that you didn't know would be real, I decided I want to do the same for you. Yeah. in that you had such a great week
1: such a great week and we'll Everything get an actual fine.
0: update from you on tuesday
1: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay great. um yeah okay so here is so i have some things i realized we every once in a while i were like hey pop something in like ask AE keep talking it's in every show note uh-huh. and i don't think we've done an ask A E keep talking question in a while well we this is the- a perfect day then Respectfully, we have plenty to talk about. And not saying like we just every time we're like, "Oh, we should do an ask." And then the next thing, you know, we're it's seven it's shows. 30 later. minutes, yeah. Right, cuz we had to talk about chilies. We're going to not talk.
0: To be sure. And horses. We had to. And horses, right.
1: And puzzles. Yeah, uh-huh. All of all of the things. 100%. Um, but there was a good question that I am more interested to hear your answer in it, but I uh, will answer it as well. But Danica, wrote and by the way danica wrote this on january 3rd so just so you know we just see starting
0: off the year strong
1: danica what was that, is that uh, your my phone, phone ring
0: rang. yes what kind <laughs> of ring is that immediately
1: <laughs> is that like bad bunny or something what kind uh, of cell phone ring like do you like wrote? i
0: would have like i would have no anything that bad bunny sings besides what is on snl last weekend <laughs> how
1: about that performance huh
0: how about that how about that the whole show fascinating
1: yeah yeah it's okay But I want to say this about the Bad Bunny performance. No band, just a guy and one time a guy and a woman and a track and a set of stairs. Yeah. I couldn't tell if I loved the simplicity or wanted to be like, hey, man, like, you got to go for it. This is a big deal.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But he's also the most popular Latin artist in the world. So And for sure, he doesn't
1: need my help. He seems to have figured out what (laughs) it is. Sure, 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 sure.
0: But... It works for him anyway, so.
1: Danica, whose Twitter handle is at Danica Bookworm, which I yeah. think January 3rd writes, in what ways do you feel that your original careers, Annie as a teacher, Eddie as a pastor, prepared you for what you do now? Mm. And I thought that that was a good question.
0: I no. get to answer this one a lot because people want to know about moving from teaching to what I do now. Mm-hmm. And the reality is I only have one skill set. I can entertain people until they learn something. That is always (laughs) what I've done. That's all. That's the only thing I know how to do. And, and so it is very easy for me to do this job because it's the exact same. It's the exact same job. So it just is a different audience, right? (laughs) Like it's the same thing I did when I, when they were fourth graders and I was teaching them the water cycle and when they're adults and I'm teaching them about, you know, the power of hobbies or how to, protect yourself from having a secret life that blows up everything it's the same skill set one of them just requires um adults in the audience and one requires children
1: yeah well that makes sense i i can't fathom a job that i would come home more tired from than teaching like i think even like putting on roofs in a hot summer i still think i would come home from a day of teaching more tired than anything were you just exhausted or did it just give you life? Is it that is why a I'm not very a
0: honoring uh, job that is honored. And a lot of people, yes, you come home tired and people, men and women who teach school give a lot of themselves to their job. Also, every job can be really exhausting. I can't imagine totally. coming home from a day of doing surgeries and not just collapsing, thinking I have to go back and do it the next day.
1: Right. It's, I personally, the, yeah. the amount of brain power and noise and interaction and personal stake in it like it all matters you can't really phone it in because there's a kid trying to learn how to read at a desk next to you like it's well all that's matters. totally
0: yeah. true okay, you can't, me. i mean every single job mine i currently have every job i've ever had you are able to have days that are less intense and more intense you know there's yes, some days yes. where where it is you teach seven classes and all seven of them have a test You know, yeah, that's true. And so the weekend, you're probably grading, and you're, and it's not necessarily like, it's not like you're not, it's, you're not invested or paying attention to the children, but it's a different thing when you're introducing a concept to seven classes a day and when you're giving them the test on that concept to seven classes a day. It requires a different level of investment. The days you have to like start a new concept, introduce it, teach it, you know, when you're teaching long division for the first time, it is, that is an exhausting day. The day you're giving them quizzes on long division, not as tiring.
1: Yeah. I work in I work in a job where the mission generally is to end slavery in our lifetime. And some days I just do expense reports and return emails. Yes. And you're like, okay, that was a soft day. I, I yes. get it. Not every yes. day is, et, is doing round one edits for the next feature film.
0: That's exactly right. It. Yeah.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. That's exactly right.
1: Um, okay. So for me, being a pastor, I would say... Uh, It is interesting that you gave your answer because I do not feel as though I have changed careers drastically. It's just a different name. And in that, I also feel like I do kind of a single thing in every career in different ways, which is I take something that is generally pretty complex and hard to understand, whether that be ending slavery or uh, the Bible or people's relationship with God or my own counseling or like counseling and mental health and try to think about it and synthesize it and export it in a way that is helpful for a person to understand. Yeah. And and so sort of that same muscle was used in being a pastor a lot where, okay, I have a half hour to talk about this. How do I really, 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 really want people to understand what I have been moved by in this moment or what I feel is pertinent to this season? Or, you know, or moreover and more importantly, what these words are saying. Yep. How do I make that? So I'll try to be funny. I'll try to be interesting. I'll try to be academic. I'll try to, I'll do, I'll pull whatever lever I need to, to make the point so that those people walk away. And so I feel like that's been the same for everything I've got to do. So the work of IJM, extremely complex. How do we get you to feel moved and understand it in a 30 second film or in a two paragraph email? So. Kind of the same thing on a real practical note i would say with being a pastor just getting the chops of public speaking was also really helpful and i know that's like a very small point but feeling pretty comfortable walking into any area and realizing if i can just start talking it won't be that bad i like even if i'm nervous you can just press play and i'll be okay but that takes a lot a lot of hours so i was i've always really grateful for that
0: yeah yeah good question
1: yeah, that was a good question. Okay, I have. Do we have? Do yeah, we have time? let's we, keep going. I'm saying. I'm asking you. We have both have the clock in front of us. We know. Yeah, Mary Martin at Mary Beth Martin. I love people's uh, Twitter handles at Mary Beth Martin, <laughs> and then she put on an underscore at the end because apparently there was already another Mary uh-huh, Beth Martin. Of course, that's annoying. so the original Mary Beth Martin. I would like you to give up your Twitter handle handle for Mary Beth to Martin, our underscore. friend Mary
0: Beth Martin. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'd love to hear a conversation about what kind of story slash character input you prioritize before you write and create. What voices help you become a better writer?
0: Will you read that to me again? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think I understand.
1: Sure. Do you want me to read it in an accent? <laughs> no, hey, yes, yes. Around. Please do
0: it in a British accent.
1: I'd love to hear a conversation about what kind of story and character input you prioritize before you write or create. What voices help you become a better writer?
0: Okay, why don't you answer first and then maybe I'll understand how to answer.
1: So for me, anytime I am sitting down to write, create, podcast, even this show, which is two people talking, but it still falls through the same rubric of creativity, which is I spend all the time I need to the point of just almost obsessively figuring out exactly who the audience is. Um, I think there was a Steinbeck quote. Maybe it was Steinbeck but said that he could not start writing until the in, the person that he was writing to was sitting across the table from him. And then he would sit down and write the entire book to them. And for me, the work that I've done that has connected worst or best has come directly as a result of me knowing who the person is. So like with the new activist, I know exactly who I'm speaking to. Other people may latch on to it, but I have to run my speaking directly to that person. I know who the people are that are listening to Keep Talking, or I know who, when we're doing a project for IJM, I know, okay, we're trying to reach these people in this segment of the world who are interested in this, and once I have that person across from the table for me, or those people, maybe a couple mm-hmm. people, I mm-hmm. feel like it helps me write better. The hardest one, though, is, and I've only started to do this more recently, is writing as myself, but fully as myself. Yeah. And so some of the writing lately has been, like I'm working on a piece that'll, just a small like thing in a, like online thing that'll come out in a couple weeks. But I realized I'm the audience. I'm writing to me. And that was very hard. Why? I just haven't done it before. I just don't have the reps with it. I just haven't. I just thought, well, what would I have wanted to hear? What would I I've never yeah. it's easier to find. So that that has been an interesting challenge for me. Yeah. And the voices that help me become a better writer is typically writing that is very, very outside of at all the tone I'm going for. I've heard yes. musicians talk about this a lot that, you know, a pop musician will not typically spend a lot of time, especially when they're in the writing zone listening to pop music. They will, you know, it's classical and jazz and it's things that are somehow not connected but that seep in so for me i mean lately i've been reading i read uh i'm in the middle of this joan didion book slouching towards bethlehem yeah it could not be less like i write or think but it has been extremely helpful in my writing because somehow it just something seeps in something changes the architecture of of how you compose your thoughts a little bit Mm -hmm. so for me the most helpful input is input that is very far away from anything that I'm trying to do because I will very easily and gently <laughs> rip off someone else's voice. Yeah. V- with, with Unintentionally, but I'm just like, oh, I love the way they podcast. Like my early episodes of Activist were 100% me ripping off Ira Glass. Mm. And so I had to stop listening to This American Life for a while because my cadence, everything was an Ira Glass ripoff. And you're like, oh, nope. Oh, wow. That's, so that's, that's it.
0: Those are good answers. I am probably not as thoughtful as you are about most things, but that I'm not, not as true. thoughtful as you are about writing. Uh, partly because I'm doing it all the time; it's my job, and so I have to. I'm writing or editing all the time, and and so. Um, so to me, I'm, your advice is probably the thing I would have said too, is I don't read anything like what I'm trying to write when I'm writing it. So if I'm writing an, if like when I was writing, that sounds fun. I was not reading anyone else's nonfiction memoir, spiritual guiding books. I wasn't reading anything from anybody else for that, for the exact reason you said that you can accidentally swipe someone else's idea and work it into your own stuff. And that goes over that does not go over well. And so that is true. And, um, and right now I'm working on, I'm editing some other things. I'm, I'm always working on a novel that doesn't come out for a couple of years. So I I am reading nonfiction, but I'm not reading nonfiction. That's I'm sorry. I am reading fiction because I love reading novels, but I'm not reading Mm -hmm. fiction. That is anything close to the genre I'm writing. And so, because right. I don't want to take anybody's ideas or character names or character arcs or any of that stuff, so, um, so yeah, that's my answer. Hey friends, just interrupted today's show to tell you about our friends over at BetterHelp. You know, Eddie and I care a lot about professional counseling and how it can step into your life and be really, really important. And we love BetterHelp. If something is preventing you from achieving your goals or from being as happy as you want to be, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's really convenient. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Remember, it's not self-help and it's not a crisis hotline, but it is professional counseling.
1: Yeah, I really like, I am such a proponent of counseling. And being someone who is in with a BetterHelp counselor right now, I really like, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna like put my hands on your shoulders and just say, like, listen, if you are at all considering getting counseling, first of all, good on you. But BetterHelp is a really good opportunity for that because they have licensed professional counselors who are awesome counselors. I'm with one of them who can talk to you about stuff like, self-esteem and grief and family and anger and trauma and addiction. And even just, even if you don't know how to define it, this is a really practical, easy, fast, affordable way to get excellent counseling right now. And so I would encourage you just to go and kind of take that step both in counseling and also with BetterHelp. It's convenient, professional, affordable. Can't say enough good things about it.
0: Yeah. Friends, we want you to start living a healthier life today. So as one of our listeners, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash keep talking. Join over a million people, a lot of our friends who are listening and our buddy Eddie yeah. who have taken yeah. charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash keep talking.
1: How do you do with editing and feedback? because I'm right in the middle of it right now. How do you do with somebody taking something that you were just in love with when you turned it in, just a chapter you and then they they give you feedback. How do you handle that?
0: I saw someone yesterday say on the internet that the that they had just turned in a book that they were so proud of and they said this book is so good and now these edits will make it great hundred percent. And so that's what's always true is editing is, and the other thing is your name is on your book or the article. So you don't have to do what the editor says, but that will be to your detriment almost always. Because not only did they know, uh, do they have a different view of your writing than you do? They know the 10 other things they've edited in the last six months. Mm-hmm. And so they know if, you know, if you're saying something that's similar to someone else, or if, they, if you, you you know, they're experts at editing. They do a lot of editing. It's why you should have an agent when you're getting into publishing as well, because not only, it's not about a money thing. It's that they knew, they know everything else that's going on in the market. And so they can help you shape books that you will never know how to shape yourself because you don't know what else is going on in the market. You know, just what's going on in your own life. And so, oh, yeah. so I think editing is like a huge gift to my writing.
1: Yeah, I find I just got feedback for that that piece I'm writing. And it was I got it on Friday. And on Friday, I was like, Oh, bummer. And then by Saturday morning, I was like, Oh, totally right. Really yeah. was You were right. And then I've started to rework and take some of the edits and also, honestly, ignore some of them because I'm like, yes. No, that's, that's a me. That's, yes. that's how I'm going to write. Yes. Um. But and to, that's what
0: I I do that in my books too, and and things that I work on where someone will say someone the editor will make this suggestion, and I'll write back and say, no, that's that is actually how I meant to say that. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not accidental bad grammar. That's how I wanted to say that. <laughs>
1: right. That's literally how I talk, or uh-huh, I'm deciding to break uh-huh. a rule here, or uh-huh. this is just the way I want to do it. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not being... to think of
0: what the phrase is. There's a phrase, and that sounds fun. That's a real southern like. Um, oh
1: yeah. Oh well and, yeah. And it's their jo- job to find this. Yes. <laughs> right? And she was
0: like, "I don't know what this means." Like, like, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't remember. But she, yeah. the editor, said, "I don't know what these words mean." I was like, "Oh, my parents have said that my whole life, so that's staying in the book."
1: <laughs> right. That's just that's yeah. who I am. That's how yeah. I speak. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. You got more. We got more time.
1: No. No. Those were the two. Those are the two that I had. Oh, the rest of okay. them, I've, as I'm scrolling through them, there were like a million of. uh we really they use the hashtag a lot people use the hashtag a lot with uh the, the venn diagram
0: oh yeah giving us and that good venn that's diagram. sort of obliterated
1: if anybody else wrote any ask yeah that was the, that was the end of it but um
0: when do we get to read this piece that you're working on
1: oh yeah it's not like a big mystery it's like just don't uh just don't tweet people don't tweet about it but it's for it's come out march 6th i you know Ty, well you know tyler daswick who we love oh, so yeah,
0: was on our um our christmas gala
1: Yes, Tyler is a longtime friend of both of ours, and happens to work at Runners World now. And a couple weeks after the ga- the gala, I thought, "Hold on, didn't we re- settle on gala?"
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I I wanted we can we can both just say what we want to say.
1: <laughs> I respect <laughs> why, it. Why I feel the need to be in agreement on that is beyond me. We don't say a lot of words the same. It's <laughs> for some reason,
0: I think we say ninety nine percent of the words the same.
1: Right. But gala
0: gala, we can leave we can yeah. leave open.
1: Tomato tomato. Uh-huh. Let's not call the whole thing off. You know, that's, that's a song, I think. I know,
0: yeah. So
1: it turns out Tyler also works for Runner's World. I pitched him an idea. Which is exactly
0: and, why I had him on the Gala
1: But see, you're so clever with this stuff. It never even occurred to me. I mean, it was weeks later, and I thought, you know, it would be fun if I talked about running from a brand new runner's perspective in Runner's World. And oh, wow. he was like, and I, so I pitched him the idea because, you know, you still got to pitch it. And, he accepted the pitch and we're working on it together and it should come out sometime early March. That's so awesome. it's a like a thousand word, just a sort of a general uh, kind of the, but it's way more personal than anything I've ever. And like every time I read it, I stop and think, am I ready to put this in the world? Yeah. <laughs> like, this but, is when you
0: should decide that not once they it, have it no, and you're I done.
1: Am. And I'm running it through all the filters of people, you know, yeah. Brian first who's read it and you're like, yeah, that's great. You know? And yeah. so, Um, you know, not that they decide for me, but I'm using the same system you use, which is you run it through people you trust a bunch. So yeah, but uh, got his edits back, and he totally was. I mean, one of his edits was, just so you know, the climax of your story happens right here, and you have 700 words left to go afterwards. Oh wow! Okay, I am furious at that because you're so right. And he's, but he's such a brilliant. I mean, he's really, really smart and knows. He is
0: such a good writer. Whew, I mean, I read his a lot of his stuff from his dude notes, emails to stuff he Ugh. writes publicly. Yeah, th- mostly because I like learning how to be a better writer from Tyler Daswick. Yeah,
1: it's it's thrilling. So, I'd like to watch him work. The stuff that he suggests, and also he's very affirming in it. So the yeah. things that I thought were just a throwaway sentence, like he'll highlight it and say. By the way, I can hear you talking right now. I love this. Oh wow! Well, now that's interesting too, because he it helps me see my own writing better, and you realize it's a real collaborative effort where it will still end up being me. But he is so dang talented and so good at it. So yeah, wow! Writing
0: publicly about running—that's a real thing, Eddie. Well done.
1: It's a real thing, especially yeah. when right now I'm all like hobbled up. So I'm writing about yeah. 20 I was about to say,
0: did you okay? I was gonna ask you if you included this injury or if it stops pre-injury.
1: No, it stops pre-injury, but I also wanted to make sure that it wasn't rosy and like uh like there's room at some day in future writing for the story to continue. It really sure. is just Basically 2020 from the decision to run to running a half marathon. Yeah. And, oh, and what that's that means. awesome. And, and then also because it's runner's world, some practical running advice that's typically too boring to share. But like, <laughs> but it's runner's world. So you're like, here's how I handled compression, and here's how I handled chafing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Here's why you need to go and get fitted for good shoes. And all of those little tips that if someone's in runner's world, they're caring about that stuff. Yes. And so I've been writing to Myself from January 2020. In here's what would have been helpful for you to read, my dude.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
1: Yeah, so I'll let everybody know when that oh, comes I can't out. Wait I'm excited to read about it.
0: it. Yeah, I um, something. running shoes are kind of the secret, I think, in a lot of ways.
1: I'm good running shoes. I, it is the the primary tip. Like even if you are a very casual, barely ever run walk, please go to your local running store and have them fit you for shoes. Mm. I, it's it's everything I was three months in wearing a pair of shoes that I thought were good they were basically my lawn mowing shoes but I was like oh these are good they were like good running sh- shoes yeah and I was two sizes like the width was two sizes too small oh wow and and I my I all of a sudden my toes ankle knee and waist just started to fall apart and I thought well this is the end of it yeah I went to a local running store spent I think ninety dollars. So these are pretty inexpensive in terms of running shoes. Yeah. On a pair of shoes, and it's it was literally the next run, the next half mile. It was like boom, like a light switch. Everything yep, was great. Yeah. Buy running same shoes. Experience. You can hold off on shirts and water bottles and yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> Invest in just a pair of well fitting shoes. I yes. think that's the tip.
0: How long are you supposed to? Now that you're a writer for Runners World, how long are you supposed to stay in the same shoes? Is there a mileage?
1: It depends on the shoes. Typically, the average is three to 400 miles. Okay. So for most people, that's a good long time. And that's well over a a year or more.
0: Yeah. Okay, Um, great.
1: And I keep them pretty relegated to just running shoes. Yeah, me too. I don't
0: don't wear mine any other time. I'm trying to make sure that's true. I only wear my running shoes when I'm running. I cannot wait for it to warm up and be back outside. I'm like struggling through the winter of this.
1: How could you not be? It's
0: and hard. we don't even have the worst winters. There's a lot of people who, but also I could run outside in the cold. I just don't. It's very
1: cold. Yeah. That's a different level of commitment. The I one couldn't.
0: time I did, I got a cold and it like, I was breathing wrong or something. I'm sure everybody's going to tell me what I did wrong, but I did something wrong when I ran outside in the cold and I felt bad for a week. Like I felt like I had a cold for a week. And that was just not, I, well, yeah. I just need to. And gyms up.
1: aren't the safest place to be right now. It's really a hard. Because most people get to sw- they kind of switch to, well, I'll do gym for, you know, the winter months. And, yep. you know, but if you're, yeah, it's, that's hard. Yeah. I, I feel for people where running is a part of their everyday, or not everyday, but, you know, their normal monthly rhythm of things. And yeah. it's, that's, just
0: that, it, it has been really hard for me mentally that I spent I'm sorry. March, no, April to October. Yeah, really getting to where running was a fun part of my life. Yeah, And then to not do it for the winter has been really hard. So that's a bummer. I am very ready for it to be warm ish enough. I mean, I've had some days cause I'm still trying to do, I do have a goal for this year to do 55 Ks this year. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, 55 yeah, that's okay. Ks. That's right. And, um, but I also know I can do multiple in the, in a week in July, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if it gets warm enough, the problem, I think we've talked about this. The problem for me is I work at my job all day during the day. This is a lot of people's lives. We go to work yes. all day. And then at the end of the day, it's either cold or dark. Right. And whereas like at two o'clock, it's 45 degrees and I could do it. I, I have a job. Right. <laughs> so.
1: It uh... is really, I, I feel that fully. It is hard to find an uh, a 30 to 50 minute window and all in when you're talking about like getting dressed and cooling down and you're like an hour window to run your 5k on in a full day where it's not too cold or too dark. That's right. why gyms are really popular and why people buy treadmills at home. It's right. It's totally hard. I get that. And you're like, what are you going to do? Wake up at five 30 in the morning and you yeah. got your whole morning routine. That's so I have important. A very to you.
0: important morning routine to me. Yes. That's part of the problem too.
1: No, that's not part of the problem. It's, Good. Yeah. It, it, routines are important. Having a good routine is, I mean, it's serving you well. So I yes. get that. And you don't want to break that. Even if running is a positive thing, you've still got your things that yes. help you do your day well. And that's really important. But then coming home at five o'clock and or whatever, 530, yeah. and then doing that hour turnaround, you're like, oh man, I'm dark and hungry. and tired. Yes. Yeah. And I it's know. A, it's, real. it's
0: a real thing.
1: Yeah. I've had the luxury of working remotely as I as for my career and so there's been so much time where I can dip out middle of the day during a lunch hour and then I can come back and work the rest of the day kind of junky and then take a shower in the evening yeah you know what I mean like I don't have to come back to a professional setting and so I feel fortunate to be in Florida working remotely it allows for a lot more hours but for most of the planet you just don't get the you don't get that option.
0: Yeah. I don't get that option right now, Yeah, which I'm grateful. I love my job, but it keeps me from getting to do that yeah. until it warms up again in a month. So yes, we're almost there. I keep telling myself we are almost there. You can do it. These are the things I say to myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you say it that slow and menacing to yourself?
0: Yes. yes. Because I do have to say like, Hey, the, every year there's going to be a winter every year of your 40 years on the planet. There's been a winter. So this will end. And then you will. So the, the, Health goals you have are long term, not short term, so you'll be fine. It'll be warm really soon, and you can be outside as much as you want really soon.
1: Well, and the it metaphor is
0: mentally awful.
1: Well, the metaphor of it too is very real. Like I'm in winter right now. I it is yeah. beautiful. It is seventy degrees and sunny outside. I can barely walk. Right. Like I'm in winter also, and I say that not to be like oh woe is me, but I think there is something about as people there is. There is a lot of winter there's a lot of, win- a lot of yeah. winters some are yeah. actual winter and some are winters that just find you. Yeah. And some of them are physical and some are mental and it's no fun to go through it. Of course you're going to get through it and of course it's going to be warm and of course you're going to be okay but I just feel bad for you right now that is not that is no fun. Yeah, it is, it is no fun. No fun. It's not well, well Fake Friday, oh any, boy, any, we really anything else fake? You let letter wanna... rip
0: there. Yeah. Fake Friday. What else? Well, I ran a bunch this week, surprisingly. sure That's did. the other thing that happened on this fake Friday about my week is since we recorded the Tuesday show to now. Wow. 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 Have I been outside?
1: Oh. Oddly wow, enough, I so did outside. I. Ran a ton <laughs> right after the surgery. I had physical therapy the next morning and thought, you know what? Let's go for it. You know what? And Let's I... do
0: a 5k. And you did. You really just... did it
1: went and did a 5k and came back and just felt the joy of the Lord with every step.
0: Oh, Lord have mercy. I know. I know people who live in cold climates are kind of like rolling their eyes at me. I know, but I don't live in a cold climate because I, I don't do this well. Listen,
1: Listen, I want to say this and I mean this with respect to everybody that ever responds on Twitter to like, oh, you should try living here. I don't. Uh, and yeah. you're listening to a podcast of me and my friend, and we both live in these places. I would love to listen to your show. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's a different experience, but I am a 41 year old father to, you know, live in Florida. This is just where I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna talk about. Uh-huh. This is this uh-huh. is how it all happens. I live in uh-huh. Florida. It might change someday, and I will complain about the weather with you, but I'm so yep. sorry. I can't. Yeah, change that's with
0: you. it. I I mean, we chose to live here and and we because we like being warm more than we like being cold.
1: Yes, and some people didn't choose to live where it's cold, and I got to right. tell you, I don't necessarily love Florida, and I'm not sure that it's home forever, but for right now, today, with me and my friend chatting on a show, right, this is the conversation that happens. <laughs> the conversation right. may be different so in English. please
0: day. don't yell at us. We understand.
1: I will block you like it is 1999. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. I don't, I don't either, don't but I
0: like meant. it. Yeah. Well done. All right. Well, let's talk on uh, Tuesday about how your surgery really went.
1: Mm-hmm, and I will tell you on Tuesday. And also running low on if anybody has ask AE hey, keep talking questions feel free you don't yeah, have to because now no, that we've no, passed
0: now that the Venn diagram of fashion has passed
1: yeah we you, will you, again
0: you, be able to see your questions
1: yeah I used to have a whole spreadsheet of them I've deleted every row in that spreadsheet I'm out of questions so if there's something you really are curious about also no pressure we will keep talking no matter what we have plenty to talk about right but if there's we something, just keep
0: talking right
1: if you're if there's anything you're curious about uh, whether it be about us or even more generally I would love to make sure we have a dialogue here yeah sure so there you go
0: okay great well you guys have a great weekend go wash your hands we're still trying to stay healthy and we'll see you back here on tuesday bye buddies